women that hit the age of 30, that 50% of them um, now are have no children and 50% of them will never have children and that 90% of them are going to regret it. I can't speak for women, so I don't know, you know why they're not having kids. But re- that kind of that kind of rate of regret. Well, dang, I don't. Do you? It's is a lot. There much that there's a lot to unpack. There, I know. Is there much that now that you're almost forty, you're in your late thirties? Easy. Yeah. <laughs> that you would look back and like I I one hundred percent regret that. I don't know if I have much that I'm like I regret that yeah i'm going to get a tattoo later today to cover up (laughs) like a real a real life (laughs) life issue regret you just um you're a dummy for that yeah the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Anyways. Um, but you can fix that. Well, all right. So I mean, you can't fix all the pictures that are out there. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> um, I think you need to break it down into two different categories. And it's the people that don't want kids and then the people who can't have kids. Right? Because... Over the yeah, la- but I think what he's talking about. I mean, if you're if you regret it, that means you had you had a ability to change those circumstances back then, but you didn't. So, All right, that, so to me, that's regret. Like, so we want to take. Well, hmm. you're not going to regret something. I mean, you, if you were unable to do something and it just wasn't in the cards, you're not going to regret that. You're just going to hope that. Yeah, I wish things would have been different. Regret okay. is like I made one choice and. So do we, I wish I would have done it differently. Do we want to kind of throw out the people, not the people, but throw out the fact that, you know, we're not talking about the people who couldn't have kids but tried. Right. Okay. This is about, this is about, and we'll talk about men yeah. in a sec, but this is, this is about people that choose, Why do you chose not to have kids based on that time in their life and maybe what. Uh, their society and uh, norms and peer groups and all that. So why do you think that women don't want to have kids? And we're saying this is two men <laughs> in our in our late 30s and 40s, right? So k- keep all that in mind. This is just our opinion. Well, I don't know because, I mean, like my my wife was, I mean, that, I was on her radar from the very beginning, even in the 20s. You know, it's like, yeah, I want to have kids. So I can't speak to personal experience because I have kids myself. But I, I don't know. I, I saw, you know, my age of peer groups when I had, you know, eight, 10 year old kids by that time that I had some friends from high school and college that were just putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And I felt like it was like, well, I just want to keep having fun, you know, or, uh, kids won't allow me to do everything that I want to do, you know, like that I can't travel. I can't just do what I want, which 
I kind of grew out of that stage earlier than some others. You know, it's like, come on. Like at some point you got to grow up and, and kids change you. Kids add a level of responsibility and stress unlike nothing else. But what for the better, for sure, you know. First of all, the role of the female has changed pretty substantially since the 20s, right? So um, more women are graduating college than men. 70% of valedictorians in high school are all women. They're, women now have an opportunity to not only control their own sexuality that they didn't in the past, right? They have more access to birth control. They have, you know, more... Well, they're in charge. Right? They have more to say about how their lives are led yeah. than they did in the past. What role they're which is play. all I think all great stuff. Mm-hmm. And so now that there there could be some more pressures on. Well, why I need to be a CEO? I need to be a, this boss, you know. And I think that that is can fight with the genetic desire to be a mother and 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 raise children and you know just all of these big changes that have happened in the last 30 years is now fighting with a million years of, you know, if they're DNA. So the, the desire to have a career. Yeah. Or maybe the need in some cases, the need and it's like, well, I have to go to work or, right. you know, we have to be a dual income household or right. whatever. Or like, Hey, I just want to be a, I want to be a professional. I want, I want to. I don't yeah, want to. Totally. I mean, we all, you and I both know what, uh, you know, extended periods of time at home for the wife with the kids can Brutal. do, right? It's, it's very tough. Yeah. So it's like, well, I want, you, you know, how many times do we hear? At least you, you guys get, get to, go to go to work. work yeah. <laughs> you know, and so they see that and, and that's fair. Yeah. But I think, you know, it, it is kind of sad that, you know, you're, you, you chase after these things as a woman, you know, that we're talking about. And then you get to a point where you regret not having kids. That that can be a place where you feel really lost, right? Well, I think some reasons that I've heard would be, obviously, I want my own career. I want to do my own thing, right? And unfortunately, by the time that you're established in your career, it's usually in your 40s. And then you're like, shit, now, now it's too late. I can't, you know, I, I made a choice to follow this path and there's no really going back. Yeah. Then there's the argument that I think affects both genders, which is so much is going on wrong in the world that I don't want to bring kids into it. Yeah. We were, or I was sitting up at a fire station. I had a conversation with a guy a week ago and one of the other guys walks in the kitchen. We're talking about just all the influences and social media and everything that, you know, current events. And he goes, man, I would not want to raise kids right now. I feel sorry for you guys. And it's, it's really hard right now. I think that at the same time you have, you do have parents that go, well, whatever he wants, you know, whatever you want, figure it out. You know, I'm just here to let you do your thing. So if you're able to actually say, no, I'm going to, I'm still going to guide and direct my kids and, and, let them make mistakes, but also I'm not going to let them do certain things. There are certain things. No, that's not going to happen. That it makes it easier. You know, you don't you don't let the responsibility of raising your kid lie in, say, the public schools or anything outside of your control. Like you still, you raise your own kids, and 
and you reinforce what you want at home, I think that it still is it's not as hard as maybe people it's not as hard as it can be with everything that's going on in the world if you really are intentional at home. Yeah, I think for me, I never wanted kids. And so I thought, I was like, dude, I, I'm loving my life. I'm having fun. And my opinion is kids ruin your life. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. But it's a life that should be ruined. Oh, man. But it's a life that should be ruined, right? So my life pre-kids was selfish, and it was about buying dumb stuff, going out, partying, you know, like that is not a, a life that I wanted to continue living. So this is actually a funny story. I think my wife will be mad that I'm telling it, but um, she's like, hey, let's go out to dinner. I'm like, awesome. So we go out to dinner and she's being really weird, right? And we had kind of been like, we're going to be, you know, dinks, right? Dual income, no kids. That was like our plan. And so she's taking me out to dinner and she's acting super weird. And I'm like, she's cheating on me. This is this is it. This is how this is going down. And so she starts crying. And I'm like, this she's is on me. Uh, that's it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's going yeah, yeah. down. And she's like, I want to have kids. And I was like, okay. Like it just that fast. Yeah. You know, like, cause what's the other option? We get divorced, like, no shot. So having kids ruined that life. And like, I could not be more grateful that it ruined that life because this new life is so much more fulfilling. I have so much more purpose. And this is my own personal opinion. And I have the most wonderful people in my life who are not having kids. And I completely respect that. But just Craig's opinion, I don't believe that you can truly be a man or truly be a woman without having children. And here's why. Part of being a man, and I'm learning this more and more, is that you need to be capable of the most selfless love and compassion and a knowledge that you are no longer the most important person. Provide and protect for others. Right. With so, really no payment whatsoever, any kind of payment. Zero, yeah. right? Um, now, I don't know a way that you can do that without having kids. I don't know a way that you can feel the level of selflessness that you need to have to be a parent without having kids. I, there's probably a level of philanthropy that you could have that's lifelong. That some, I'm sure some people do, you know, like you open up schools for kids yearly, you know, you're around it. That, I don't know, man, but, there's something visceral about, I know, I know. you know, that having, cause you could walk away from that at any time. Yeah. And, and you that can't walk away from your kids. You can. Well, <laughs> you know, but, but yeah, but I'm saying the type of people that we want to be, and so you, I couldn't have had that living the lifestyle that I was living in my 20s. And so even though it's something that I didn't want, I could not imagine my life. Well, play that second part that you know, talks about men who get in their 60s and don't have kids and how they feel because that, I don't know. I mean, I think your thing is, is like as you get older, your friends dwindle right they you, you concentrate on the ones that you know are meaningful others drop off but then when you get like older what is that i mean you look at look at your parents right what is what is the main focus of their time more times than not it's their kids and grandkids 
I heard a quote recently. It was, if you wake up with knowing, no one having to wake you up, right? If you can do whatever you want, if you can, um, you know, get up in the morning and you have the entire, your entire life to yourself. Some people might call that freedom and others might call that prison, right? Like you, you don't have anyone there anymore. And so I thought a lot about that is that when you're in your twenties, you're like, I just want to be free. I just want to do whatever I want to do, which is awesome, right? Those days when we don't have our kids and like, we just kind of have the day to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Those are awesome days. Yeah. But when that day turns into a week or even like two or three days, I'm like, dude, I'm, yeah. I miss my crew. I miss that chaos. Yeah. There's a thing that people, they do, and it be, they become a different thing because of that. You know, you become a different person when you you become uh, a mother or a father. You know, you do. You, you Something happens. You, you reach like an, another stage of life. It's a different chapter. And for people that never reach that stage, for men, and I've talked about this many times, it's like very depressing. There's a lot of uh, comedian friends. Wait, wait, which have. part's depressing? Um, I was going to get into that. Oh. There's, it's very depressing when you see a, a lot of um, men that do not have children mm. that are in their like 60s and 70s and they've never had kids mm. and they're not married and they're just adrift. It's, it's really sad because these same guys that like really valued freedom when they were 30 and 40, um, they find themselves in this like purposeless existence as their body starts to fade and fail and they realize like oh my god i've missed a whole thing in life because i didn't want to take that chance i don't know what causes like this maybe you have some insight but like i don't want to lose my freedom like what freedom no it's scary man but so that's what i'm saying is it just a fear of change and you're labeling it as well, I just don't want to lose my freedoms. I don't want to be tied down. I don't want to, you know, not be able to go to this party or that party or this vacation with the guys or or whatever. I just want to be able to pick up and leave whenever I want. Is is it just a fear of my life will change and I have to adjust more than I don't want to lose my freedom? Yeah, it, it ruins your life. No, I'm serious. I know you like, say that. It, I don't it, think it ruins your life. I would sure it does. That. No, it doesn't. It, it takes that. Per, it takes that person that you were, and you can no longer be that person anymore. Right? Yeah, but that's that's every stage of your life. I know, but but it it doesn't make it any less true. Like it does ruin that person who you were, <laughs> and allows this new person to to grow. And I think that my relationship with my wife is light year stronger after having kids than it was before. Cause if you make it through that, well, you see sides of them that you never, that never would be exposed without lack of sleep kids. and stress. And well, no, like the pa- spit on and vomited on and shit on. And but like you, s- you. you look at your spouse as this like powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, what at least in our pre kids marriage, like you see them as your like your mate, your person that you're having so much fun with, and but like that deep connection you have when you see your wife get up for like the fifth time that night and go handle business, man, that is fucking powerful. And so now I feel like we're more of a team, and I don't know how you accomplish that without kids. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've heard it one time or another. It feels like we're roommates, right? Between you and your wife, right? Inevitably. Yeah. yeah. So how do you go from... You know, there's... Man. I mean, I wouldn't say that kids, having kids ruins like people individually. I would say it puts an enormous strain on marriages or those relationships between the male and the female, you know, the, the, the dad and the mom, that's what it does. Yeah. I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. The, the decision of who you marry is the most important decision you can ever make in your life. And I think it's either going to break you or it is going to make you like an unstoppable force. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's hard to imagine when, when you talked about being 60, you know, to be 60 and have that feeling of just hope, kind of just loss and nowhere to go, right? Because all your friends are, if they're still around, you're hanging out, at, taking care of their grandkids, you know, holidays. That sucks, man. Yeah, you're you're missing out on that, like, so the much. full spectrum of being alive. Yeah. You miss out on a lot of that stuff, the stress, the joy. I mean, you've, I, I cannot imagine... I certainly didn't experience the level of joy that I had prior to having kids that I've felt now, you know, like you have these moments of happiness, but joy is a lot of worry too. I'm not, I see, I'm not really there yet because my Mm. kids are so young, but I I get it. Like we went to a, uh, went to a call the other day and a guy was in his eighties, tried to commit suicide and he wrote a note put it on the bed. It was like one of the most gorgeous sunsets ever. And his house like overlooked the mountain. It was like, it was perfect. He's got a glass of whiskey and I, he just wanted to go. He was old and had a lot going on medically on in an instant. It was like 15 people there worried, concerned, you know, making things happen to take care of the mom. And it, it's like, if you don't have that, that crew, that little tribe, that night goes completely different for him. And I, I just made me think about how, uh, how impressive creating that family is and what that means for us as we get older, you know, like if you get to that age and there's no one around to care for you, it's fucking brutal, man. Like I just, I could not imagine that level of solitude. Solitude or probably more just like, I mean, it almost feels like despair. isolation. Isolation. That's that's it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think when you're in your 30s, you underscore the meaning of tribe and community, mm-hmm. whether it's your own personal family or, you know, I, I think it does help. You know, in our line of work, we have we have a lot of time to spend uh, with like our our guys. You know, we get guy time. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't necessarily take away from our family time. Other careers, I think, and we, and we pay for that too because we work 24-hour shifts, right? We're gone, gone. So you can't have your cake and eat it too. But there are some benefits that, you know, a lot of times I never feel like I have to get out and, you know, do the do the party scene or anything like that. I need to hang out with, you know, we're getting enough at the station. That yeah. helps. So I know there's that. There is that feeling, especially when you're younger, of like, I want to be involved. I want to have that community, that tribe. But when it turns into your family, I think that's 
once you once you get to the place where you're like this is where I want to be, it's a pretty good feeling. Yeah, and then you the way that I see my my parents interact and my in-laws interact with the kids. It's like, dude, that is the that is the very kind of like the next and when you see that, then you're like, you know, it's not like you're in a rush to grow old. No. But you were like, okay, like eventually that's what I have to look forward to. Hope I get to experience that, you know? That's a good feeling. You know? That's like that there's always, you know, when you look down this tunnel, there's always a light there for you. So to look down a tunnel as a you know, as not having that and it just be dark. That I could see that being real hard. So you had your brother passed away when he was young tragically. Yeah. Do you think that there was ever a moment in your parents' lives where they would have I don't want to say regret, but that they would be like, "Man, I would never I wish I didn't have kids so I didn't have to go through that pain." I don't know if you can answer that question, but I'm just curious. No, I, I think a lot of the, the thoughts that go through when you lose a child, and I'm just relaying this from my parents, of course, one is you you don't want anybody to go through what you've gone through. And you hear that. You hear people say that all the time, and it's true. He was 23, so you look at my parents, and and I always thought, man, to 23 years of raising a kid, because you never stop raising kids, right? You never stop. You're always gone you know uh it creates a lot of worry and stress and angst for your other kids that are still alive in what regard was this gonna happen you know like oh very fragile right Mm. is it gonna happen again but yeah it's like there's a lot of fucking imaginable pain that you never thought you would go through you know that they never thought they would go through and then it happens and then you're stuck with what could have been for the rest of your life. Mm. You know, oh, that's that's uh, almost 20. Let's see, he was 23, so like it's about 23 years ago. So now he would be close to 46. What could have been, you know? What could have been for me and my sisters as siblings, you know, like what kind of relationship we had? Would he have had kids? And then would we, you know, I always, think, I always thought, yeah, had he been alive, we would have, most likely gone into business together. We, we have a very similar mm. thought process. But that would have changed, you know. I've, I've told my wife this. Probably if if Mike hadn't died, we probably never met. I wouldn't have taken the path I did, and I wouldn't have branched off and, like, oh, I'm going to go back to school in Arizona at the time that I did, you know. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that happen because of it that you're thankful for. But, I mean, it's all born out of tragedy. And as... Way easier as a sibling to manage that than as a parent, and not not easier, not easy, yeah. but way easier than being a parent. And so when I said like five minutes ago, the worry—that's where the worry started for me. That's where the worry starts. You know, it's not necessarily like a car accident, like in his case, but it's just like health of everybody, right? Count your blessings. Like things can turn in an instant, you know? I mean, we, we see it all the time in public safety. We just see like these random acts of violence or altercations. And you're like, fuck man, one minute, everything's fine. The next minute, everything's changed. And it's not the the fact that those 
kids have made bad decisions. It's just that wrong place, wrong, wrong time. place. Like, wrong like time. A, I mean, a couple of these stories, like uh, there's one in New York, you know, like uh, I think 16 year old girl with her friends driving to pick up their other friends in upstate New York. They pull into the wrong house. They're backing out, you know, like they don't even go up to the door. Dude comes out, fires two shots, hits one of the girls and she dies. Like what the fuck? One minute you were just going to a friend's house to pick them up. The next minute you're fucking dead. For just like pulling into it, like a driveway, guy thinks maybe intruder on his property or something, you know. Mm. Um, you know, I don't know all the details. That's just the basic ones I got. And you know, kid goes, kid goes to a party with his friends in high school. You know, another group shows up. He's caught there, and what happens next? I don't know. You know, kid jumps in a car with his friends after a party, and you know. One of them's been drinking, and next thing you know, the car's going 100 miles an hour down a curve, hits a tree. You know, so, this, this is just these are all stories that I know that happen. It's like one minute everything's fine, the next minute you're like, "Fuck." Yeah, we had uh, we had a few kids pass away in one in middle school, and then a couple in high school from suicide. But um, he was walking to school, and there's a you know pretty busy road. All the cars were stopped on one side. He cuts through and gets hit by oncoming. Yeah. And, you know, it was the first funeral I went to. And it was a kid who was my age. And you saw the parents grieve. And I was classmates with his sister. And I think it's stories like that that make people not want to have kids. Because they see that pain. They see that that unnecessary suffering that has to happen. It's terrible. It's fucking, I, I can't imagine it's terrible. something worse. Yeah. You know, I agree. But you know, any, in any way, whether it's like health, health issues or something yeah. like that, you know? And so I, I do think that there is, I think, I think it's not necessarily freedom, man. I think it's fear of life changing and fear of what comes with it. You know, fear of what we're talking about now. Yeah. I think there's a lot of, 30 somethings out there that are super introspective and they're looking at their future and thinking about it constantly and, and they see that. And so it's that's like, okay. It's an aversion to risk. Could be. Yeah. So I think the counter argument to that is like, we take risks every day. Yeah. You know, like yeah. everything, I think there's risks in, in just being alive. And maybe when you understand that part, Maybe you're a little bit more like, oh, well, you know, maybe maybe it is worth it. Maybe it is worth being able to experience that um, that complete completeness of life after you have children. And it's like you you're not having kids is a huge risk, right? You're going to be 60, 70 years old all alone and that's a risk too. Yeah. You know, um, I think part of that podcast, or maybe you sent it to me is that people without kids die earlier. Yeah. I, I didn't send that to you, but it wouldn't surprise me. We should look that up. Let me, I'm going to hear about this if I don't get this right. So yeah. 
any parent would say, no way. <laughs> Having kids totally takes years off your life, you know? Childless men and women have an overall higher mortality rate than adults with children, meaning that they die earlier. Wow. I mean, is that not ironic? Because, I mean, you'd say that kids make you... Like they take years, years off your life. We say that all the time. I had a full head of hair before I had kids. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> Don't try to blame that on those those kids, man. Oh man. Well, I you think blame them on everything. Every other problem you have. Let's to. say, we're, yeah, I am. Uh, regardless of whether you're going to die younger or older, whether you have kids, the quality of life while you are alive. You know, and, and I'm saying this from a perspective of I have two healthy kids, right, and an incredible marriage. So But it doesn't come easy. No, it doesn't come easy, but no. I um you know, we started that summer camp for developmentally disabled and it's still going on now. Which is amazing. It's seven days of one on one care with kids with developmental disabilities and you see when the parents drop them off and maybe they've never had a night alone right because these kids have cerebral palsy they have downs they have you know severe autism and when they drop them off and they pick them up they look like two different couples you know like they they look beaten down they're stressed they're exhausted Maybe they've never taken a vacation before. And then they come back after some time alone. They're so excited to see their kid, but they, they look rejuvenated. And so, you know, they might have a different perspective than I do, but the value that I've gotten out of having kids, I just, I couldn't think of it in a different way, you know? 